0: Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hey there, welcome to this month's edition of See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts. Uh, it's your host, Rebecca, here, and I hope everyone's managing okay and hanging in there. I know it feels like it's been never endless this spring and these past few months, so. Uh, Hopefully we can bring you a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of break from the news and all the other stress that is happening in the world right now. Um, This episode especially, it was very fun to record. It was the first time I actually met and interviewed um, Sarah Greaves Gabadon. You may know her better as Jet Set Sarah. She is such a ray of sunshine. I keep using that term, but it's so true. She's very um, vivacious, full of life. She just... She's all about the energy that we're trying to soak up right now. So, um, Basically, she uh, if you haven't heard of her before, um, she writes for a number of publications, um, Canada's Globe and Mail, Travel and Leisure, The Telegraph in the UK, uh, Caribbean Travel and Life uh, is where she got her start in sort of travel writing and now works as a freelance journalist. And uh, check out her Instagram if you want an instant vacation, uh, trust me. (laughs) So this episode was great. We talked a little bit about, you know, some of the destinations that are... Close to her heart. Um, She calls herself a caravangelist, which I love. She knows a lot about the Caribbean. So if that's an area you like to explore, she is definitely your guru to go to. Um, We also talked about some bucket list places, how things are changing in the travel landscape, obviously with COVID-19. Um, And also just, you know, keeping a little bit light, some travel tips, upcoming news, things like that. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. Sarah and I chatted, I don't know, probably an hour after I stopped recording. So Sarah, thank you so much for your time again. And without further ado, here she is. Stay well. All right. So good morning. We're here with Sarah Greaves Gabadon from uh, so many things. I'm going to let her get into it. But uh, (laughs) basically... uh, your handle on Instagram is Jetset Sarah, so that should say a little bit about you right now. But um, I just wanted you to give a little bit of background on yourself. We were talking before, you know, you, you call yourself a caravangelist. so you're obviously very well versed in the Caribbean. You actually have some roots there as well. So could you share a little bit of background on what it is you do and, and how you came to have this Jet Set Sarah lifestyle? <laughs> hello
1: I'm very very happy to be here um, Jet Set Sarah Yes is my brand and it's a brand I created in 2012 um, before that I had been on staff as a travel writer for as actually as an editor for Caribbean Travel and Life magazine so U.S. based magazine and it folded and that was, it was my dream job my dream job I love traveling all around the Caribbean meeting people eating the food sampling everything writing and reporting about it but you know the publishing industry uh, kind of fell down the toilet and -hmm. so I um, had to pivot and I decided you know this is my passion so I didn't call myself Caribbean Sarah because even though the Caribbean is my passion I like to roam I like to feel free to roam all around the planet Mm -hmm. so I decided on Jet Set Sarah but I really focus on creating content um, for websites and print magazines and video about the Caribbean and other tropical destinations. That's my focus. So, I, as I said, I call myself a car evangelist because I feel like I want to spread the gospel of the Caribbean to the world. Because, you know, some there are people, particularly people who have never been to the Caribbean, who think that all 30-something islands that have tourism are Kind of the same basically the same and they're not you know their languages are different culture is different food is different some are not even islands you know so i feel like i want to show everyone how diverse the caribbean is that it's more than just a beach mm-hmm. and to entice people to come there
0: and you're based in miami now too right in the nice sunshine while we're all in, in yes, lockdown at least you've got some nice warm weather so
1: <laughs> yes
0: you're I'm originally from up. England,
1: yes. I'm originally from England, but one parent is from Barbados, one is from Jamaica. They met in England. That's where I was born. Oh, well, okay. I
0: didn't realize that. Yeah. I wondered with and your kind accent.
1: Of, yes. It's, I tell people always want to know, where's your accent from? And I say, 30,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of mid Atlantic, you know, and it also depends who I'm talking to, because when I'm in Jamaica, I sound more Jamaican. So Right. and. But um, so, yes, my parents are from the Caribbean, but they met in England. I was born there and spent really most of my life bagatelling between Jamaica and, um, and England. And then I did a degree, my degree in England and I ended up coming to Jamaica, back to Jamaica. And then I moved to the States in 2003. I live in Miami, Florida. I'm 12 minutes from the airport and the <laughs> nearest Caribbean destination is 20 minutes away by air, which is the uh, Bahamas. So I'm well placed this is yeah, kind of well, Miami's but, kind of like, you know, the gateway to the Caribbean. It's a good place to be.
0: Yes. Yeah. And right now we were just talking before we started recording here, you know, with obviously we are recording this amidst all the lockdowns and isolation rules with COVID. So you've had quite a few things get bumped or canceled and moved around. So it's well, I, I guess you're catching a breather from your second home. I <laughs> am. I am.
1: You know, it's it's I usually travel, say, three times a month. So it is very strange. I think I'm on week. I think I'm on my ninth week of being at home now. So this is very strange for me because my life is completely punctuated by trips. I'm always, you know, home is a place I am in between trips. And all of a sudden there are no trips. Yeah. And I'm home all the time.
0: And your whole life has changed too, right? Because you probably don't normally buy lots of groceries or like things like that because you're never home. So you now have to think about this. Exactly.
1: So now all of a sudden I realize I don't really know how to shop for myself for two weeks at a time (laughs) I completely under. Estimate what I need because I'm used to
0: just buying, you know, stuff for us for a few weeks. You don't so. want things to go bad and everything. Yeah, it's it's interesting, eh? All the little things that we never think about that have now been challenged during these times. Yes, it
1: yeah. is
0: it is. And with your um, all of your experience, and I know you have a lot of publications to your name too that you write for regularly, um, Travel and Leisure, Globe and Mail. Do you, um, with that, you also have a lot of visual content. So I know you do a yes. lot of um, video work, video. photography. Yeah. Do you have, was that something that you trained in or is that just, you know, you as know, a freelance journalist? Didn't. yeah. You no, know, I didn't,
1: I didn't train in either of those things. Although I will say as a child, my parents tell me that I wanted to be a pilot first. I don't remember that, but I do remember Money wanting though. to be an actor. <laughs> Sorry, what did that's you say? That's
0: funny about that the pilot because now yeah, you need, like, yeah. spend your life traveling. The,
1: yeah, they say I don't remember it at all, but my mother says that's the first thing I said I wanted to be. Okay. But I do have a very clear memory of my first flight when I was three and looking out the window and saying to my mother, oh, Mommy, the clouds are upside down. Oh. I, I completely, <laughs> clearly remember that one, wow. that one thing on the plane. Yes. But anyway, um, for most of my life, you know, through my teens, I wanted to be an actress. And uh, some you know was convinced by my parents to maybe look for something a bit stable more stable, right so I did a degree in hotel management, but i 've always wanted to be in front of the camera, and to this day, I mean that is my, one of my dreams is to be a Caribbean travel expert on television. So I love the camera. And so now it's so easy to produce things yourself. I mean, anyone with an iPhone can be a, a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So I, when I go on my trips, you know, I'll be going to write, for, um, I'll be sent on assignment for, say, you know, travel and leisure. But but while I'm there, I make videos with my iPhone I shoot it. And then when I come home, my husband, who's great uh, with video editing, he edits them and puts them together. And so I have videos on my website, jetsetsarah.com. And, um, yeah, so everywhere I go, I try to, it, you know, it's re- it's just, there's so many ways now to really take people with you when you go on a trip Yes. that, you know, I really take advantage of that. And yeah. then the photography, the photography. You know, back in the olden days, like <laughs> pre-2012, you know, I worked, I was on staff. I was a senior editor at uh, Caribbean Travel and Life magazine. And so we, back in those days, when we traveled on assignment, I would travel with a photographer, with a yes. staff photographer. Yeah. So I never really, so I, I have, I didn't realize how much I absorbed without knowing it, how many like photography composition skills I absorbed as I would wait for Zach, who was the director. Um, Photographer I usually traveled with. I'd see him setting up shots and doing food shots and waiting for the right light for sunset and all that stuff. And I'd be rolling my eyes because, of course, I'd already interviewed who I needed and right. I'd be ready to go.
0: <laughs> you want to get on you with it? <laughs> yes,
1: photography takes so much more time. But it feels like I, I, you know, everything I know I learned from traveling with photographer Zach. And I really love. I really. I mean, I'm a very visual person anyway. I love fashion and I love color. And so I realized I've, I've the last eight years since I've been freelance has taught me that I really enjoy photography. I really enjoy composing a good image. So. That, and I think that's part of the reason why my Instagram does so well. I'm Sarah on Instagram, that I just, it's all colorful and bright and I, I, t- I really enjoy it. So I haven't, so to answer your question, <laughs> I have not gotten formal training in either video or photography, but it's something that I have, is a very much a part of the content I create that people really respond to and that I love to do.
0: Yeah. And I think now, especially because people do have so many skills, and if you are freelancing or something, it makes you very, mm. um, Highly in demand too, right? Because you can go visit a destination or something, write about it, take the photos. It's like start to finish. Exactly. You can it's- convey this, so I think it's yes, great feather to have in that cap. So yes, yeah. <laughs> um, it is true. Yeah, and with your travel, you said you know you were normally going away like three times a month. Are you normally able to tack on a little bit of personal stuff, or do you kind of decide if it's a place you've never been, maybe you extend it a little bit, or? You
1: know, I don't. I I never, there are places that I go to that I think to myself, oh, I'd like to come back with my husband or I'd like to come back with my girlfriends here. But I never tack on um, extra time unless... I can no, Actually, I never do, because usually it's three, you know, press trips sound very glamorous. And certainly me and all, many other travel writers, we make it look incredibly glamorous while we're there. But it's hard work. Mm-hmm. You're up early in the morning and you're going all day. And then meanwhile, you know, you know, covering the property or the destination. And then meanwhile, you're fielding emails all day from other editors because, you know, you don't want to turn down any other work. You might have to come back and have a deadline for something else in the evening. Those are long days, so honestly, my trips to the Caribbean are usually three or four nights, and by the end of those three or four nights, I'm ready to come home for a break. Yeah, but I, but I do think I do think, oh, this is a place I would come to. this is a place I would bring my husband, and I have done that. We've made separate trips, but um, no, I don't really extend my trips, but I will go back.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny that you say that because a lot of those jobs too, and obviously with yachting, we have a lot of, you know, stewardesses and captains and people that come on the, the mm-hmm. show as well and everyone thinks the same because everything does look fantastic on Instagram you know yeah you're sailing yes. you're you're in the lap of luxury this whole thing but you know they are up at the crack of and don't go to bed Absolutely. you know and you're yep. on your feet all day and you know I've done those press tours and some are fantastic destinations but you look back and you think I, I don't remember absorbing certain <laughs> things or yes. you know you don't have that yeah. downtime that you would on a holiday so it Absolutely. is interesting yeah it's it's still fantastic that's why you yeah keep doing it's what it, you but. know it is it's a, I
1: mean I have a fantastic job that 90% of people in the world would want although maybe not now but really? pre-covid <laughs> pre-covid I had a fantastic job but but it is a job it is work and and I'll post you know me with a cocktail or you know me whatever but you Know that was that was for the audience. That yes, was that's I probably part of didn't what taste you're doing, that cocktail. Yeah. It probably took me 20 <laughs> minutes to get the light right, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then by then, the, the ice was melted and it was not <laughs> worth having, saying? you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not, <laughs> but I'm
1: not complaining. But there is a, there is a, um, you know, it's not as, as easy as it looks,
0: yeah. And do you, um, with all the destinations, like I know you you focus on the Caribbean, but you do like to travel mm-hmm. all around. Do you have a favorite? corner of the globe or like a spot that you'd really recommend people to travel to or you know Pers- you.
1: you mean my favorite personal, personal
0: spot oh yeah. yes.
1: okay well I have to say as much as I love the beach and I love the Caribbean and I live in Miami I love cities big bustling cities so when I turned 50 which was three years ago I went to Tokyo and I loved it. I realized looking back on it now that I was probably jet lagged the entire time I was there because I was only (laughs) there for like maybe four nights. I never, you know, it was a very short trip, but I loved it. And I loved it because it was so incredibly different from anywhere. I, anywhere else I'd ever been. So I would love to go back to Japan, you know, base myself in Tokyo, but maybe spend two weeks in Japan touring around, I think would be fascinating. I am fascinated by the Japanese a culture the culture's attention to detail of even the smallest things
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: something that I can only aspire to because I am very much a sort of broad strokes person <laughs> I am I am not a perfectionist or you know I, I think good is fine yes <laughs> so, um,
0: so it's very different am, for you
1: yes but I am very fascinated by their precision and how everything has to be perfect and the the care they take over you know Everything and and apparently the Japanese are equally fascinated with Jamaica because we get a lot of Japanese tourists in Jamaica oh, and I really? think yeah and I think it is the same thing for them that Jamaica is is a polar opposite of what it's like in Japan
0: yeah and, could be
1: right and I think that's yeah and I think that's what's appealing to them too yeah so Tokyo I would say Tokyo or the the East interests me
0: yeah and I found it interesting because uh, when we were emailing different things back and forth you said something that I think almost so many people have said in this um, podcast and i'm i'm very much the same like you can go all around the world but everyone always comments on the exumas the water the water color <laughs> is unlike anywhere oh else let me tell you <laughs> me, okay you so let me just
1: let me tell you rebecca there I, one year, a couple years ago, I was lucky, I don't know how it happened, but I was lucky enough to be sent on assignment to French Polynesia twice.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, that's on my Yeah, list. it was
1: crazy. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> everybody just hate me now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I went there twice, and I remember, I, and I stayed at some beautiful hotels, the St. Regis Bora Bora and the Conrad Bora Bora. And then the other time I was actually on a, um, a, on a ship, actually, but not a cruise ship. This is a ship called the Aranui, which is half freighter like takes stuff to the islands and then has room for like 200 people to go to see like the Marquesas oh, islands and the furthest. Re- yes so it was very so two different experiences but in the same year and I can tell you that the little they call them motus in French Polynesia little tiny islands and keys you know with mm-hmm. just like you would imagine screensaver like you know Palm trees, leaning palms and white sand. And I have photos of me taken there. And there, I mean, it's fabulous. But one of the things I thought was, this is beautiful. But I didn't have to go halfway around the world for this. I could have gone to the Exumas. Right,
0: your (laughs) 20-minute flight. Yes, it's exactly (laughs) the same.
1: That's incredible. And, and, And incredibly, you know, obviously much quicker to get to and much cheaper. But you can have that same Exp- the same sort of, you know, what dreamy Polynesian Motu experience that you have to travel half the way around the world for, yeah. you can have that in the Exumas where the water is Windex blue and you can, um, have you done snorkeling over the stromatolites?
0: Do you know no, what those are? no, <gasps> I didn't. No. Oh my gosh! Okay,
1: so this is the thing. So if you're in the exumas, you have they have these things called, and I think their only other stromatolites are somewhere in Australia. And they are like prehistoric fossil type coral type forming forms under the sea. Okay, and you can do a drift snorkel. So and I did this where, I, um, I think it was Exuma Water Sports was were the people who I went with, but they but it's it's calm. Crystal clear water, you can see these stromatolites, which look a bit like brain coral, okay. but much more impressive and much, much bigger. And you, the current just carries you over them. And it's just like a drift snorkel over oh, these things cool. that only exist in the Exumas and, um, and in, in Australia, I think. Okay, yes, stromatolites are sedimentary rocks that have fossilized. So you have to look at the photo if you look at the photos, it is quite amazing. Yeah. Because yeah, the water get... is so
0: clear too. So yes. it must be incredible.
1: I mean, there's honestly, when, when people say to me, when talk to me about beachy des you know, beachy destinations in the Caribbean and the best beaches, I always say the Bahamas, particularly yeah. the out island of the Bahamas, and in particular that Exuma's chain. Yeah, it's, I mean, it you feels like it feels as if you are in a heavily filtered Instagram post. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <You> know, gorgeous,
0: <laughs> but it is hashtag no filter. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've been lucky to go a couple times, and actually that's a lot of the requests we get because obviously, like you just said, it's so close to to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. obviously a lot of yachts like to stay around there, but it's. I think what people sometimes forget to is a lot of people go to Nassau and then that's it, and it's like you're missing exactly the best part. <laughs> and
1: the, bah- the Bahamas. First of all, most people don't know that the Bahamas archipelago is more than 700 islands. Yeah, obviously the majority of those are not inhabited, but if you go to Nassau Paradise Island, that's just the beginning. That yeah. and that bears nothing to what they that is nothing like what they call the out islands or the family islands, like the Exumas and the Abacos, etc. There, you know, so it's you know, there's, there's, there. Oh, uh, it's paradise! Yeah, I, I yeah. It, it, I, I'm the same. When people tell me, "Oh, yeah, I've done the Bahamas," I went and I saw, I stayed at Atlantis and I gambled. It's like, okay. okay, well, you had that experience, but there's so much more to the Bahamas yeah. experience it's and like to be gateway, and to you know,
0: you yes, just, you exactly, the exactly,
1: door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. and to you know, it's it's all about the water in Exuma, and then I love it. It has so much. The swimming pigs, the I. A lot of people don't know that the Tropic of Cancer line actually goes through Great Exuma. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No. Oh yes. And so you can go to, uh, what's the name of the beach again? Uh, Oh, oh, my goodness. But it's called, they call it, people call it Tropic of Cancer Beach. Okay. But you literally, yeah. But you literally can straddle that latitude line.
0: Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And it just. Pelican
1: Beach. Pelican Beach is all the way. It's a public beach. Yeah. Also known as Tropic of Cancer Beach. Okay. Sorry. I said Great Exuma, but it's a little Exuma.
0: Well, I'll have to go again, and I will be okay with yes, that. Yes! Yeah. All the more reason to go back. Maybe we go Places back together, like, yeah, Who knows? Yeah, there you go. Know. Yeah, on a nice yacht. That, could, that could Yes! Be fun. Yes! Very nice. <laughs> um, and I also... Um, so we're going to run an interview. Obviously, people will have read it before this airs, but... Uh, you shared some amazing tips because I like asking this question to people because some people give different things like either it's places to go or when to go or, you know, things like that. But you actually took really um, specific how you pack when you travel, which I yes. love. And it actually yes. translates incredibly well to yacht charters because of course, spaces is of a minimum. So um, yeah, any little tips that you can just give some of our listeners right now of how you yes. travel when you are turning around so quickly and traveling so often?
1: Yes so i am a member of team carry on
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know because i don't like to wait for a bag and because also my trips are usually short haul they're you know the, the furthest place from miami that i go to in the caribbean is barbados which is three and a half hours flying time so short haul nice. and i i don't i just like to be able to leave the airport and hit the ground running so it's crew my most my my most valuable tip, I think, is to do, use a packing list. And I have a personalized packing list that I put on the Notes app on my iPhone. And I use the little, uh, you know, when you get the little bubbles on the side, what do you yeah. call that? Um, the bullets. Bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all, it's, it's, it's completely bulleted. And um, so as soon as I put something in, I check it off, check it off, check it off. So I can see at a glance. And it's just, it's, I use that packing list because it's specific to me. So like I need to remember my contact lens solution or I need to remember protein bars because, you know, a Hungry Sarah is a a Hungry Sarah (laughs) is an Angry Sarah. So I have to, you know, snacks, very Sarah specific things. And I have it and also have it divided by um, categories. So it's electronics or in-flight essentials or footwear. I have everything, you know, toiletries. I have everything on this list. And so I know and I never pack without it. I never pack without it. Um, and I would suggest that people make up I think you know, most people have their own specific things that they like to travel with and that are a bummer if you forget behind leave yeah. behind. So I really think it's a good idea to make your own specific list and just keep it on your phone. So that's my that's my number one. My number one. And they
0: know you won't forget something, yeah
1: exactly and i'll do a check before i leave the house and make sure that all the bullets are yellow and highlighted which means i have got everything i was supposed that's to that's
0: the have. visual person inside of you again There, yes
1: yes and yellow is my favorite color
0: So oh, perfect well. um well that's great and i think uh especially now with travel definitely being changed i think people are going to spend as little time as possible in airports so i i agree i think the carry-on is probably the way to go yes yes yeah. and certainly for people taking
1: yacht trips you know, the, in generally, everything is very casual. Particularly if you're doing, say, the Exumas or somewhere in the Caribbean. Oh yeah, it's very casual. So you just really need a soft tote, and just throw in more swimsuits than you need and fewer clothes. Sorry, more swimsuits than you think you'll need and fewer actual real clothes than very you think you'll true. need, and you'll <laughs> be fine <laughs> Less because shoes. you're going to spend. Yes, yeah. you're going to. You, you're not going to be in shoes on the boat anyway. No. You know, a pair of nice flip flops is fine for even if you go, you know, somewhere onto a restaurant, you know, a little sundress, you know, or slacks or jeans for men or a nice dress shorts are fine. You know, there's no need to take all that stuff, yeah. Just you know, it's casual swimwear, t-shirt, cover-up, and just ten
0: tons of sunscreen. Yeah, there you go. That's true too. Ten tons of sunscreen. Yeah, and uh, I think everyone learns that after every trip they take, and and mm-hmm. that's the benefit of you taking so many so often. Is like I always need less than I pack, so just yes. remembering that the next time you go to pack something, um, yeah. Which we'll all be relearning, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> yes, we will. <can. laughs> yeah, and I know you. Um, you mentioned. Just Japan but uh do you have any other places on your I think we talked about bucket lists and you had some really incredibly wide-ranging ones so
1: ah yes I do yeah. well here's the thing um so my background is I'm you know I'm a black woman I was born in England my mother is from Barbados my father is from Jamaica but they met in England where I was born and then my whole life I was going backwards and forwards between England and Jamaica until settling here in 2003 and um so I really was interested to know about my my many cultures. Mm-hmm. So I did. My husband got me one one Christmas. He got me um, the DNA test, Ooh, yeah, a DNA cool. testing kit. Okay. And yeah, and so it it came back with. I mean, I have a very diverse background, but it was forty something percent of my DNA apparently is from Benin, okay, in Africa. And so since then, I have been fascinated dying to go there on and, and then that was actually and then ancestry like a year and a half later and because you know of course results change as they as they get more samples True. now now apparently 48 percent of my dna is from nigeria so, okay. so <laughs> you're knows? gonna have a crisis I mean, exactly i think i just it's just adding to my list of places to go yeah but i feel you know, I feel very, I feel very much have an identity as a Caribbean person. I have a lesser but significant identity also as an English person. But I've no, I don't really know about my connection to Africa, which, of course, is there and very strong. So I would love to go. I'm fascinated to know if I went to Benin or Nigeria, would I feel some sort of familiarity? Would I look at the faces of people in Benin and think, oh, they look like my tribe, you know, oh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, these are my but people, I won't know or... till like, I go there. Exactly. Yeah. Are these are my people. So, so in terms of heritage travel, I'd love to go to Benin and Nigeria. Be cool
0: trip. Yeah. And
1: then um, also New Zealand fascinates me, the North and South islands. I, they just seem, I, I just feel like, you know, I, uh, a few years ago, I did a, a couple of years ago, I did a circumnavigation of Iceland on a cruise for seven days. Wow. And it's where I fell in love with hiking. The landscape is so beautiful there. We were there in the summertime, so it was in the fifties and sixties. So perfect hiking weather. And I realized that I'm a natural born hiker. I'm only four foot ten, so I'm low to the ground. <laughs> and I'm just like a going on those. Exactly, exactly. So um I, th- I think to myself i would love to go hiking Well, hiking is one of the things i'd like to do in new zealand too so
0: oh, would i would like to go there yeah there okay go. i like the like you were saying before with your polar opposites and stuff like that it's it's good to have lots of different options you know and not just yeah. you know i want to go to a beach or something like that yeah so.
1: yeah i mean honestly i don't think there's anywhere that anyone could or there are very few places that anyone could say to me you know we want to send you there will you go and i say no I mean, yeah. if, if I didn't feel safe, I wouldn't go. But anywhere else, even if I thought it wasn't somewhere I particularly enjoy, I would go because you never
0: know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be an experience nonetheless. So, yeah. Um, I,
1: I, and I, oh, I have one more thing to add. Yeah. So, oh, to my bucket list also. So, just yesterday, I, I told you I write for Travel and so I'm writing some stuff for them now. And I'm writing some copy about the Galapagos Islands, which I have never Ooh, been to.
0: Yeah. off the coast this. of
1: Ecuador. Yeah. And I never was really particularly interested in, uh, in it until I dis- I started to write this article. And I thought, oh, I
0: kind of would like to go here. <laughs> <too."> <laughs> so, I'm learning at the same time with everyone else. That, yeah, yes, this exactly, needs to be on it. Exactly. Yeah. I'll
1: add that to the list too.
0: Yeah. And I know they're quite strict with, you know, what yachts come in and cruising. So it's been kept really intact, I think, which is yes. very...
1: Yes. I was know, reading that... Apparently now that the, the charge for, because obviously it's a national park, a protected area, the charge for going to those islands is usually a hundred dollars. And they are thinking of, um, they're thinking of increasing it to $400 to limit, to limit people going. Basically. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you need that big, it's yeah. like the, the fines are giving out. I don't know what it's like in the States, but in Canada right now, with you know, if you're breaking any of these isolation rules, they're, they're huge fines, you know, people need to no, they mean business. <laughs> if they're yeah, get yeah, it, so. exactly. Yeah,
1: sometimes you really do that. You yeah, that. that's true.
0: Yeah, um, and this is one I didn't um, put forward to you, but I'm going to catch you off guard a little bit. Um, okay, maybe you've already told us, but if you weren't doing this, and it sounds like you pivoted and kind of created mm. your dream job, but what would you be doing if you weren't in this current role that you've created for yourself? Do you have any other career goals other than the pilot? Maybe <laughs> somewhere oh, deep right. inside oh. of you. Do so you mean you mean
1: within travel, or do you, you, you mean in, would I be doing? Something else in travel, or something if I was not in. If
0: travel. you weren't in travel, if you weren't a freelance journalist right now, if you didn't have your whole brand built up, is there anything else you could see yourself doing? Like you're into fitness and fashion, uh, and something yes. like that,
1: maybe, or you know, that's a really good question, Rebecca. Yeah, sorry,
0: I've thrown well, it out at you.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. No, this is interesting to contemplate. And goodness knows, I have time. Um, <laughs> well, you know. And if yeah I think I would be a, I I don't want to be an actress anymore but I would enjoy being a TV personality I would enjoy having you know when I watch in the background when I'm sitting here working, Hoda and Kathy Lee from the Today Show yeah. are on in the background, and I think, oh, I could be a morning show host.
0: I, I would enjoy that. that.
1: Yeah. I don't want to be an investigative journalist. I, I don't I wanted I don't want to do that. I I want to talk about you know fashion and travel and style. I I, I wanted I to yeah I, would, I think I would be
0: love to be actually
1: um, some sort of TV host. Okay. That would make me happy. I can yeah. see
0: that talking about lifestyle and things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd like
1: to be demonstrating my packing tips. Yes. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff or, or having people on who could demonstrate theirs. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it will be travel adjacent. Yeah. Or, you know, but, but, but yeah, TV. Yeah. I'd okay. like a TV career.
0: Well, let's keep our uh, eyes peeled. Maybe you'll pivot into something else. Yeah. Listen, all... <laughs> this
1: is why I do the videos. I'm yeah. hoping that, you know, we could not have predicted COVID. We really don't know how things are going to happen afterwards. But I'm no. thinking to myself, you know, there could be some, there, new opportunities created that we can't even conceive of now. Exactly. Could could compost that. So, you know. What do they say? Luck is a, is when preparation and timing meet. So I feel like I'm prepped. Okay, good. Just, you know, just want me the right time, and something will happen. Who knows?
0: Yeah, and I know it. it is hard to say, you know, what's going to happen after all of this. But personally, what do you think with travel? Do you see people like hesitant to go back or eager to book and get out of town as soon as they
1: can so so my feeling is that there's going to be obviously a lot of pent-up demand for travel Mm -hmm. because you know the same with anything you take it away and all of a sudden it's like we're on a travel diet now and all of a sudden all all we want is to get on the plane (laughs) yes exactly but I I think you know I I think that you know it's going to take time to feel comfortable for people to feel comfortable doing so even me as someone who travels professionally I I'm not sure that I'm probably going to be a on a plane before fall, okay, you know, yeah, and it could be later depending on how things spin out, and if and if the spike that they're talking about in the later months of the year happens, who knows? Yeah, I think from and for me, the huge difference, well, the game changer will be if if a vaccine, a proven and effective vaccine, is available, then absolutely that will. Give you some For me that was Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But um, I think so. I think people will want to travel, but understandably be very cautious and they will need to be assured first things first before, you know, how great the destination is. They're going to want to know that that destination is, quote unquote, safe in terms of their health. Yeah. Um, so I think also you remember a lot of, you know, one segment of the market, I, I think the luxury, the luxury segment will bounce back first, as it always does. So I think. Um, people who have a little more, more money will travel further, faster, earlier yeah. than other people, you know, the and obviously the business travel. So the, those will be the first to fly group of the market. But I also think there'll be people who maybe who have less money, because obviously you cannot overestimate the economic impact that this has had. You know, people will want to travel, but a lot of people will, will finish this year without a job. So... Mm-hmm.
0: The means. Yeah. People,
1: yes, exactly. So people, I think, will be looking for close to home trips, you know, whether that's, you know, RVing or seeing national parks or just going one state over or one province over. Uh, people, I think, will, will want to go places that um, where, there, where any perceived risk is less. And it's also why I think as some as a caravangelist, I think that the Caribbean is very well placed for North Americans because it's close. It's close enough to be Accessible. It's different enough to be appealing as a vacation and, and people have a level of familiarity with it. Yeah. You know, and it's not crowd and it's a level of, level of familiar, familiarity and it's not crowded. You know, you're not because I, th- I think even though as much as I love, excuse me, as much as I love cities, I do think I'm, I would be quicker to go to somewhere that was more sparsely populated than yeah. I would be to go to somewhere far, far away. Um, that where where you know people are all on top of each other.
0: Yes for sure. It will be like you say we're all just learning as we go so it'll just be interesting mm-hmm. to see but uh, I think I'm seeing the same and it's also what you know so you know you're in the southern states you hear a lot about how the Caribbean is reacting to things so you actually know and have a handle on it where even if you watch the news and you know the global you know reactions it's still mm-hmm. you don't feel like you know it the same way you know so yeah. yes um, exactly I totally get what you mean with the cities too I think at this point, I'm just I, gonna be happy if I can get camping this summer out in nature. Yeah. You know, yes. like I will settle yes. for
1: I that. Think, and I would, and I and I think I agree with you, Rebecca. I think that a lot of people are gonna want to be out. I'm gonna do more naturey, outdoorsy things. Yeah, yeah,
0: which more will be d- nice for a change.
1: Which is a good thing, and, and yeah. hopefully we have. You know, I was watching this morning and seeing how you know so many places, like in LA, it's the the cut skies clearest it's ever been, oh, and how yeah. nature in on. this time of us of humans, you know, putting less pressure on the on the Earth you know, the earth is really thriving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think
1: people will want to, to be in a position where they can go and appreciate that.
0: That's true, actually. That's a very good point because we're actually noticing it and witnessing what it's like when we're not reacting in that way. So Mm -hmm. being a little bit more cognizant of it probably. So um, this has been really fun, but I also want to let people know, I know you've kind of given some of your handles and where to find you, but just so people know where to plug it now. So your website, Instagram.
1: Yes. So it's all very simple. Um, I am Sarah and the brand is Jet Set Sarah with an H. So you can find me on my website, which is jetsetsarah.com. And then you can find me on social media. So uh, I'm on Instagram. I have a Facebook page as Sarah. Twitter as, as Jess Jetset Sarah, but where I live when I'm not in Miami airport or at home, <laughs> my third home is Instagram and where I am at
0: Jetset at Sarah,
1: but Instagram is my favorite social media platform. So okay. I love I, it
0: for connection. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, you know, it's visual, but you can do video too. I'm enjoying like, you know, during, um during this time, it's challenging for people who are travel writers and make a living from travel and can't travel, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to, how can you stay relevant? How can you be of service? So for me, um, I did, as I told you, I'm into shopping and style. So I did a roundup on jetsetsera.com of where you can buy um, handmade face masks in many different Caribbean countries. So that was kind of my, yeah. So taking some of your
0: experience and
1: developing new content. I'm not a medical professional. I can't tell you when the vaccine (laughs) is coming, but I do know a little bit about fashion and I know about the Caribbean and I just thought, wouldn't it be great to have a resource for people in the Caribbean whichever country they're in to know oh so and so down the road is selling Mass and this is what they cost and this is how I can get them so I'm constantly refreshing that yeah that article yeah but that's when cool. I'm, when I'm, when I'm not on Instagram, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. I'm, oh, 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 and I must say, so every Friday I do these Instagram live broadcasts called Jet Set Chats. And I have as a guest, someone that I've met in the Caribbean and they've been in live from their destination and oh, cool. give us, you know, 55 minutes. It's fun. You know, we have cocktails. Um, Sometimes it's at lunchtime, sometimes it's at happy hour, but it's 55 minutes of, you know, someone on the ground there who I know and trust talking about what it's like there and then giving us inspiration for future trips by giving us, you know, their local tips for where to eat, where to stay, what to do, where to shop, where's underrated, etc. So, for example, this week. I'll be talking with a friend of mine who is a travel writer in, based in St. Martin. She's been there 20 years. So she's going to be beaming in for a jet set chat and you know, we'll, we'll get the scoop. We'll get some information, but we'll also get some inspiration for future travel.
0: That even is travel now. Yeah. That is fantastic content though. Like people that you're giving them, I, I'm going to tune in now that I know it's on Fridays, but yeah. it's also, that's like you say with, you know, how nature has kind of been able to take a breather. It's amazing for things like this too. Cause, you know, like you say, as writers and everything, we're very creative people and it's very hard not to be able to share that. So the way that so many creatives have been finding ways to connect, like whether you're musicians and you're doing like live concerts mm-hmm. on Instagram, yes. whatever it is. So it's very cool that now it's, hey, here, here's my view, you know, when I'm in St. Martin and this is what I recommend. That's something yeah. they wouldn't have access to, which is amazing.
1: Yeah. I, and I think, as you say, as creative people, you know, we aren't obviously... We're not first responders, we're not, you know, government officials, but I think as creative people, you, your challenge is to find a way to use your talent, your skills, your creativity to somehow be of service to your audience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I feel like, you know, stick with what you, what you love and what you do well, you know, because I, in the beginning, I think like a lot of creators, when this first, travel content creators, when this first happened, I wasn't really sure what to post, and I wasn't sure what tone to take.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I and I did some asking around and, and I wasn't sure because I was thinking, is it frivolous if I or insensitive if I post a photo of me like on a beach in the Bahamas or yes. what outfit I'm wearing today or whatever. And, you know, the, in general, the response to me was, you know, it's a little bright spot in the day. It's yeah. a little moment of what I it's a little moment of normal, you know, that it hasn't changed as as the world has changed around us. The fact that I post every morning and story throughout the day has not changed yeah and the content itself hasn't changed but the words that go with it has changed because obviously i'm not i'm not i want to inspire i'm not here to force people to travel before they're ready i'm here to inspire them to do so when they are ready so i just like to keep out a steady stream of content of you know, well, this is. I went to the Bahamas, and this is what I did, and this is why you should go, and you know that that kind of stuff. Like I have the videos that I told you that I make; they were all launched on on my YouTube and on my Facebook page, but they were never on Instagram. So now every Thursday, okay. I launch, I relaunch one of those videos on Instagram because I can put it on IGTV, and it's just a way to inspire people.
0: You yeah, know, and I think people want the. We kind of went through a similar, I think a lot of people in travel did the same with, you know, the first few posts may have been like, we know this is hard. We know it's heavy. But then eventually people come to you also for an escape, even if it's virtual. Exactly. And there's so much so news. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't You're want so to. Right be because you don't have to go far for
1: bad news. <laughs> no, you know, no, the, bad, exactly. the bad news will come to you. So it is nice to have just a little spot of brightness and color and joy, yeah. A, yes. little, a little piece of joy
0: in your day. I comment on one of you. You are a ray of sunshine in those photos. So I really like oh, your account for you. that. Oh, was you. yes. The skirt yesterday. Yes. Yes. So yes. nice, okay. bright, smiling. It's nice to see that looking back at you when you just feel like, hey, the yeah. world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Yes, because, you know, everyone is, I think, especially for me you know in the beginning when this let's say from the middle of March here when it became an issue and it was a huge shock to the system and a huge sense of loss for the first two weeks I would say and then the beginning weeks of April I was thinking okay well I'm probably going to be doing this all summer so I, I'm into it I'm into the groove and then I was like oh no I'm not really you know there, I, the I feel it's you know it goes up it's a wave exactly yeah. and now I'm thinking oh my god really for the whole summer is this how it's going to be so ever my point is you know, I'm a real person. I treat my followers as real people. We're all having up and down days, and I often will say that in my captions. You know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I, I'm not feeling great, but I'm posting this photo today because it's a memory of a time when I was. was you know yeah blah, blah, blah.
0: yeah, which is nice. I think yeah. I think that's exactly what people are looking for from people that they normally get that content from. So yeah, I think it's fantastic what you're doing. And this, this has honestly been really fun. I'm so glad you were able to join us. And, you know, at least least in these moments, we can connect with people a little bit easier and and work on that other types of content and getting people daydreaming again. So um, yeah, I I really can't thank you enough.
1: You are so welcome. And it really
0: was my, really was my pleasure.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for tuning in to See the World Differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming.